asked me was where I liked it. I told him. This is a gays only event. Howdy, niggas. What? What's going on? No, the I'm weed. Hey gays and names, welcome to the One and a Half Lesbians podcast. I'm Adriana the Lesbian. And I'm B the Half. We upload every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in every week. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians to stay up to date and continue the conversation. And you can follow me at Namaste Woke. And you can follow me at Ultra Lesbian. And don't forget, we have a Patreon to give you guys extra video content and keep you guys fed. Everything is free at patreon.com slash one and a half lesbians. Now let's get into the show. Did capitalism win this week? I want to say no, simply because I got paid, but yes, because I, again, have to live on that paycheck for the next month. (laughs) That singular paycheck. (laughs) I'm literally going to say no, because the internet showed up for me this week. My rent got paid, and all my back rent, so that is so, like, such a blessing. Um, but a lot of people were mad about that. Like, a lot of people were mad about that. Like, niggas hate people trying to crowdfund. Like, it's really wild. Nigga, I almost got evicted. What? Like. Somebody called me a professional internet beggar. And they were like, you crowdfund or, like, you beg for money every month. And I was like, that's not even true. And I was like, and if that was true, mind your business. Like, niggas be straight up lying. I was like, when was the, I can't remember the last, last time, time you crowdfunded. It was probably years. I'm trying has, to think, like, that time you went to, um. France? Yeah, yeah, that internship in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was years ago. Yeah, and it's not like I made a whole bunch of money. Like, I literally just needed it because I was like, they're not paying me for a whole month. So I would like to have food while I live over there. Sorry. Like literally grocery money like and i was like i did something good and that was an accomplishment like right it was like got to travel abroad like, i got to travel abroad for free like and i just need a little couple extra bucks until i get paid from my job like thank you right like y'all are really sick y'all are liars <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like for, y'all just lying on people just to just to lie just to lie like my favorite response though was someone told me that like I should start an OnlyFans and I was like look I'm not gonna start an OnlyFans because one I'm not a sex worker I don't want to do sex sex work two I was like this coochie is closed and they said you better crack that coochie open and make an OnlyFans (laughs) (laughs) and I was like I'm gonna get evicted in 21 days you're telling me I can make three grand off OnlyFans in 21 days Second of all, I have no sex appeal. Like, just because I have a whole bunch of followers on the internet does not mean nobody wants to see my butt crack. Right. It was like, it's not as if, like, every single one of them was about to, like, subscribe. subscribe. Also, I'm, they finna be mad because I'm not finna shave. <laughs> I'm not. Like, <clears throat> sorry. And you shouldn't have to. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure there'll be a market anyway for hairy coochie, like. <laughs> hairy, lazy coochie because I'm not doing shit. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing anything extra. Like y'all gonna get this weighted blanket, sad girl tear, like uh-uh. I just woke up, crust in the eye type. Yep. Only fans. I'm sorry. I'm uh, I don't subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like and I think for me, I'm just not committed enough to a lot of things. Like this podcast is probably the most committed I've ever been to something, and that's because I have a partner to do this with. It's because of me. It's because of me specifically. It it is. (laughs) Like, I know your back hurts from carrying. If you had to edit and post it, it would not be going on this long. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) And that's okay. Like, that's just not my strength. My strength is, like, big ideas, thinking in the future. Like, I'm not very, like, a grounded person. Yeah, the uploading, editing, that's more more my field. (laughs) Yeah, like, and I just, I don't like to do that. I don't like doing work same sometimes i don't feel like editing the podcast too to be honest but i'd be like well if i don't do it who's gonna do it (laughs) who's gonna do it second of all honestly i wouldn't even fault you like i really am surprised you be constantly every week i do i've been i've been so consistent i've it's uploaded like 7 a.m on wednesday for weeks now (laughs) i'm so proud of myself (laughs) yeah y'all will be getting this podcast on thursday like shit i'd be like sorry guys forgot to edit (laughs) No, and I be I be waking up early in the morning sometimes too to like do my final like edit or listen through because mm-hmm. I'd be like fuck it I'm just gonna go to sleep and wake up at four a.m. because mm-hmm. I'd be tired. <laughs> but 
it's just like I wouldn't even be consistent enough to do an OnlyFans. And I just I'm in a sexual repulsed mood. So like don't touch me. Don't nobody look at me, please, in a sexual manner. Yeah. Don't perceive me. And I'm like, how bold of y'all to assume that just anybody can just make an OnlyFans Fans? as if there's not like things that come with it that maybe everyone's not ready to sign up for. Exactly. Um also somebody like put below they tagged indeed and they were like indeed.com and i was like you act like i was like if i want to show you how many jobs i've applied for in the last four months it's at least a hundred and something there's not that many jobs in baltimore and the job postings i get in my email are from kfc and like random universities that think because i published like two papers that i'm a tenured professor and they're like Hello, we would love to have you at our university teaching environmental science course. And I emailed them back and I'm like, please stop emailing me. I'm an undergrad student who is just graduating. <laughs> like, please leave me alone. And then somebody was like, oh, I didn't know. They were like, well, make sure to contact us in such and such years when you have your PhD. I was like, really? <laughs> like, what? It's like, how is this helping me? I don't have any job prospects. And yeah. I'm not, like, there's nothing going on right now anyway. Right. Niggas act like unemployed people haven't been trying to get employed. Bruh, you think I want to live in squalor? But thank you to everybody who donated to me. Like, a lot of people sent, like, fives to $20, and, like, that shit added up for real. And everybody was like, I hope this helps. Like, it did. It truly did. Like, I'm no longer in danger of being evicted. Like, my rent is paid off. And I have, like, a little bit of money to do stuff that makes me happy um, and that brings me joy and pleasure. And also my car is broken down right now. So like the little extra money that I have, like is going towards Ubers and like getting me places. So everything has been appreciated. I gave back my 10% to the community. Like I think I cannot thank people enough. Like, I don't know. Every dollar counts. Y'all. Every dollar counts. Like don't, don't even think like, I think somebody sent me like a dollar and some change and they were like, this is all I can donate. I'm sorry. I hope this helps. I was like, I see you and I love you. Like, <laughs> it was like, your dollar matters, guys. Your dollar matters. And then some other, like, I don't know, all the white people who have been apparently donating to uh, politicians all year showed out on Venmo. So. Her. But it was a great Christmas present. Like, I don't think I've ever, like, I don't really, I'm not a big Christmas person either. So this is my Christmas present for the next six years, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Christmas, Christmas is next week. Hmm. Hmm. Sure is. That's crazy because I swear it was Thanksgiving last week. Son, who are you telling? <laughs> I don't get it. Time doesn't exist really. Um. Yeah. I low-key don't want to go home for Christmas though. Me either. I'm like, I feel like I was just there and also I just want to stay in my apartment to be honest. My family, like, wants me to cook, so I'm like... Boo. But I'm... And my parents, allegedly, are like, we'll help you get your car fixed. So I'm like, okay. But I really just... I don't know. I just want peace and quiet and to just stay in my house, if that makes sense. Yes, I feel that. I feel like it's just, like, wintertime is cold. I kind of want to hibernate a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Like, I just want to be high in my apartment, you know... Smoking is more limited at my mom's house. Uh, <laughs> like, I might go down for, like, a day, make dinner, and then come back, like, a day later. But definitely no long-term type beat. Yeah. I don't even want to go down at all, to be honest. But my mom always buys the sweet potato ingredients. Mm. And then I make the sweet potato pie. So. Mm. <laughs> might have to do it to them. Might have to go down for a little bit. Maybe not as long as I was. Yeah, definitely not I as mean, long. I mean, I was only there like five days last time, but. Too long. <laughs> day four, it was like, all right. Time to pack it up. It was like, I don't hate it here, but I I'm want my things. <laughs> <laughs> but um, right before Christmas, our true DNA as uh, black people will be unlocked. Yes, December 21st. Our powers will awaken. <laughs> what power are you trying to get? I want telekinesis. Ooh. Because I just want to be able to sit in my bed and move all my shit around. Is that what telekinesis means? Yeah, like moving stuff with your mind. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I want to move stuff with my mind because I'm lazy. Mm. (laughs) I think I'm going for, like, psychic abilities. 
I feel like, or like very good manifesting powers, like instant manifestation powers. Mm, that's a good one. Because I'm like, I'm very hasty and I'm like, I want that shit now. Like now. <laughs> that's not how it works. I know, but if I could just get like perfect manifestation powers, that would be really good. Um, but in all seriousness, I might do a, like a little ritual or something like that just on the day, just, you know, just in case the powers <laughs> within are rising. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cause I think there's like some astrology thing happening that day too. I mm. don't know. It's significant or whatever. Okay. I don't know. But I was like, I'd love some telekinesis. Um, something. Also telepathy. I just want to be nosy and see what people are thinking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Gemini's be like. I'd be like, okay, but what what's, what are you really thinking? Because the niggas be lying, too. Niggas do be lying. I'd be lying. I'm like, let's cut to the truth. <laughs> it's not just being a Capricorn, though. I swear Capricorns always know what somebody else is thinking. I guess Capricorns, y'all will just, your strength will increase. Yeah, it's Capricorn season officially, isn't it? No, it's still Sag season. It, oh, God. I think... <laughs> I think around the 21st, it'll switch oh, to it's switching Cap over. season. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Capricorn season. Oh, wait. I think 21st is Capricorn, the first day of Cap season. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm. Yeah, Capricorn season always makes me, like, puts me in a very much I'm going to do everything mood and just feels like I'm getting a lot of shit done, even if I'm just running in a circle. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to be in Cap season. I feel like I know, like, the least amount about Capricorns mm. and some of the other signs, I'd be like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Capricorns are neutral. I don't know. They are a pretty neutral sign. Yeah. But um, my Cap rising really kicks into gear around December. So. so you're like, it's time to get to work. Yeah, I have been brain dumping and Google Docs like nobody's business. I don't get it. Hey, gotta get the ideas out. I noticed that, like, if I if I type out the ideas instead of just keeping them in my head, I feel less like anxious. So I'm like, okay, let's continue to do this. See, okay. Who knew? Just be like, let's let's write it out so it's got somewhere else to be. Exactly, exactly. But speaking of thinking, I was thinking the other day, and I was like, what should our listener name be? Like, I was thinking oh, we brother. could call them the Fractions. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. <laughs> I don't know. Let me know if you guys like the name the Fractions. I don't know if we need a name per se. You don't need a name for the listeners. I don't know because you know. When artists be like, "Oh my God, what should y'all's names be?" I'd be like, "Why do you? Why are you even trying to fish for a name? Like, if it didn't come organically, it's like that's true." I'd be like, "Why are you pressed for a name?" Like, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I'm it not pressed. For it doesn't a always name. seem necessary. That's fair. I'm not like pressed for a name, but I was like just thinking about it in bed while I was smeeking smacked, and I was like, <laughs> I was like the fractions that would be so cute, and I was gonna say it on Twitter, but I didn't want nobody to like. <laughs> I was like, I know y'all hate me. Gosh, okay. Like, I'll just be quiet. I'll put it in the dock. <laughs> I was like, oh, look up little fractions. Like, <laughs> I love my fractions. <laughs> Ew, I don't know. I don't know. Y'all let us know how y'all you feel. Y'all let us know how y'all feel about the fractions. I'm not fishing for a name, but you know. I don't know. Whatever. That's up to y'all. Y'all want to be called something. Yeah, if y'all want to be called y'all. something. I'm not here to force nobody to be named. Because y'all will be listeners yeah. from, till, from now until the end of time. I'm cool with listeners, too. Uh, Speaking of listening, um, I was listening to Meg's um, album again. It's not bad. Like, it's okay. I will say it went out of my daily repeat rotation quite quickly. Yes. Um, I literally only listened to it because I was at the skate park, and I was like, hmm, haven't listened to this in a minute. Um, But I was like, okay, it's cool background skate music. Um. But you know what Meg really knows how to do? She knows how to make her shit into a challenge. Like, so they had the body challenge, and now there's like another challenge called the crybaby to the song with that she has with the baby. Yeah, I guess I don't think I've seen it, or maybe I just saw her. She did a video, right? She did a video. She's posting other people's video. Like, yeah, she do that little with bang, the rocking on the knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a couple other people do it. I've been on um, TikTok, and it's pretty getting pretty big over there. I was like, she does know how to make a challenge, so I was like, that True. kind of like helps carry her songs, I think. And she's good about reposting other people who do her challenges. Versus, like a lot of celebrities will just be like, do the challenge, guys, and it's like, what's in it for me? True. She's like, you can get posted by Meg. Exactly. Even though was, some of the things she'd be posting, I'd be like, why would you repost this? <laughs> but it's, that's not me. That's that's not me. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the challenge is cute. 
I still want to learn how to do the body dance, though. Yeah, I have no idea how to do it. I was like, I need to study that performance and watch it in slow-mo. I want to learn how to do it on skates. That seems very difficult. I've been getting really good at roller skating. Like, I've been I've been going to the park and tricking. I ordered some new stoppers because I have no brakes on my skates, so I've just it's just been vibes. Just in the skate park vibing, no no stoppers. And I actually got, like, a huge bruise on my chin because I fell face first because I have no stoppers. But, you know, I'm bruised up, banged up right now, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. They Is that the terminology they use, the um, tricking? Yeah, it's like when you do tricks on roller skates. Ah. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or like... you could say park skating. But, like, when you do when you do tricks, like, it's called tricking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least that's what we say at the skate park. Okay. But that's not my world. There are a whole bunch of black girl roller skaters that are coming up to the park now, and I guess I am unofficially officially the black girl welcome club president of the skate park because I'll go up to any black girl and I'm like, you need help skating? I was kind of offended yesterday when one, one of them told me no and then like had a white girl teaching her. I was like... <laughs> I was like, all right. But, I was like, mm, all right. But I've been making my little small group of friends at the skate park. Like, That's you know, we all roller skate or rollerblade, and then I show them how to do, like, different types of tricks or, like, go up and down the ramp or whatever. That's cute. Yeah, so it's been fun. It's been fun. Got to expand your, your social circle. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to, like, safely expand my social circle because I'm just, like, so bo- – like, I was so bored the other day, and I was, like, I know I'm, like, on this, like, self-discovery, and I told myself I'm going to be single for two years because I've been single, like, single, single since 2011. So I was, like, I'm on, like, a self-discovery healing journey. But I was, like, damn, I want to have a crush on somebody. I'm bored. <laughs> He was like, this self-discovery is cute and all, but I need excitement. I need excitement. Like, it's just like, I'm just like, I want someone to obsess over. And that's so not healthy. I know it's not. (laughs) But I'm like, I want somebody to, like, focus all my attention on. And it's like, no, bitch, focus on yourself. (laughs) And it's like, but I hate doing that. (laughs) There's so much wrong with me. So I'm like, hmm. Who can I have a crush on? But there's nobody hot right now. Nobody's hot right now. And I'm just sad. Sad world we're living in. Sad world. So I'm just like, fuck. Or all the hot people either hate me um, because of the Abolish 1.5 lesbians debacle, or they live super far away and it doesn't make sense to me to have a crush on them. So. It's hard out here. I have not had, I've never not had a crush. This is my first time. Meanwhile, I'd be chilling out here, no crush for months on end. I want your power. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm chilling. Like, wow, I don't, I I don't need this in my life. <laughs> always have a crush. Nah, because I'd be like, the few crushes I've had, I'm just be like, this is a lot. I was like, this is a little intense, and I kind of didn't sign up for that. <laughs> so let's X that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just always kind of in that state of intensity. So it's like not being in that state of intensity is very weird for me. Mm-hmm. It's a new... It's a new vibration, you know? But I'm kind of enjoying it. Like, it's it's nice to not focus on anyone else and, like, heal myself and things like that. Coming up on a year of being single. I thought it was, like, spring, though. Like, March? Yeah. Um, March is in three months, baby. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I feel like that seems a little further away. Mm. Well, it's still coming up. I guess. But I'm like, yeah, I told myself I would be single for two years to, like, figure out myself and all that shit. Plus, I'm like, the people that I'm interested in, I don't want you to know me. (laughs) That's valid. When I date somebody again, you're definitely going to have to block me on all social media. Yep. Because that social media be getting me in trouble. I'm telling you. I mean, that's really on you because you be tweeting specific shit. And I'd be like, why would you tweet that knowing they're <laughs> following you? Like, that's kind of your fault, low key. It is, but I can't stop. So you just going to have to block me, baby. Because <laughs> I'm like, sometimes it'd be funny. True. You're like, I need to, I need to get these jokes off. You got to get these jokes off, babe. It's for the brand. You can't. You don't understand. Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, don't even know, nobody even know we dating. Shut up. <laughs> like, why are you mad about that? Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> I thought that that was going to be the key to it. Like, not exposing my significant other on social media. That shit still didn't work. So, here we are. You just have, now, they ruined it. They ruined it for you. 
Sorry, next person out there. <laughs> if you are thinking about dating me, and you're listening to this right stop. now, first of all, stop it's a wrap. It's a it's a wrap because you've already listened to the podcast. I'm, <laughs> it's a wrap, but they ruined it for you. You're gonna have to never talk to me on social media ever. Sorry, <laughs> they ruined it for them. It's niggas sad. can't niggas are stale and can't take jokes. <laughs> Speaking of stale, uh, Shia LaBeouf, your time is up. It's been up for real, for real. I've been hearing through the grapevine for a couple years now. Yeah, I was like, I hear a little things here and there. So, hmm. But um, he is definitely an abuser. He admitted it. He accepted it. Um, yeah, FK Twigs is suing him for... Um, sexual battery. Yeah, um, all that stuff. I forget the exact. But yeah, basically, stuff. he like emotionally, physically abused her. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, it's time for me to speak my truth. And I was just like, yes, my faves, speak your truth. Like, fuck Shia LaBeouf. Fuck Shia LaBeouf, fuck Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I read the article. I wish I didn't. Um, yeah, I, did, I read, yeah, I think I read the whole article. I was just like, it just got worse. It got went from every worse line. to worse. Like, ah. And that was like during the Magdalene period. And I was like, Cause like I remember when we saw her at Afropunk, and I was like crying because I was like, "This is so beautiful," and like then realizing that she would have to go home to that, like what? Yeah, it was kind of wild. Yeah, so I'm all for prison abolition, but um, some niggas need to go to jail. Some niggas need to go to jail. I think certain. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I could fully be an abolitionist because some people deserve to go to jail. Fuck your humanity. Like you're terrible. Yeah, if you don't see the humanity in other people, it's hard for me to, it, like, it's hard for me to extend that humanity yeah. back. I simply do not care. Like, you assaulted someone, you sexually assaulted someone, you physically assaulted, like, you did not see the humanity in that person, and it's very hard for me to extend any sympathy to, to you. Um, I've read the theory. Do I agree with it 100%? Maybe not. But we're all growing and learning. Yep, yep. <laughs> Some at a slower pace than others, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just that's just how I feel about it right now. Yeah, it's hard for me, especially um, like the dynamics, the racial dynamics of white man, black woman. Uh, it's just like a lot, and I'm like, hmm. Yep, she loved herself a white man though. She do love herself a white man. We um, we did not overlook that, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but he he's been abusive to other exes too. Yeah. Yeah, and Sia randomly came out and was like, yeah, he, like, manipulated me into, like, a relationship or something. I don't know when, even though he was, like, seeing someone or whatever. I forget the details. She basically said, like, he also, like, emotionally manipulated her. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like, um, so you you got a track record. Yeah, he has a huge track record. You're a serial abuser. Yeah, he's a serial abuser. Um, yeah, I do not extend any sympathy towards Charlotte LaBeouf. Um, Zero. I also think he just looks stinky, so I never liked him. He's just a dirty-looking white man. He is very dirty-looking. I don't see the appeal, but he will rot in hell. It is um, Hitler, Mussolini, Christine Krokos. Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels, Shia LaBeouf. And your dad. Dad's in purgatory right now. <laughs> he, he, been, he got one foot in hell. He got one foot in the door. <laughs> He not at the 10th circle like they are. He might be yeah. on, like, floor five. <laughs> we'll see if he can get my car fixed. Yeah, that'll move him up to what, floor four? Floor four. <laughs> yeah, and he was talking about, yeah, I'm going to get you the iMac because I know you and your podcast, you guys are trying to do big things, and I know that you need all this equipment, and we're trying to invest in you because we know that this is something you're passionate about. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Nigga's like- doing a lot of this. But I don't see a lot of this. <laughs> it's like, stop talking and show me the money. Show me the money, baby. <laughs> you ain't talking money. I don't want to talk. Period. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of One and a Half Lesbians. If you would like to support us in our journey, there are multiple ways you can support us, both monetarily and non-monetarily. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians. You can also follow our show on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can download an episode to listen on the go and listen to it all the way through. You can also support our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash one and a half lesbians or cash app us at one, the word point, five lesbians. 
And if you also have a business or podcast that you'd like us to promote, you can send us an email at oneandahalflesbianspod at gmail.com for more info. Now let's get back into the show. This week we watched Vita on Discord and you can join us every Saturday at 8. And the link is in the description for that. So this week, Vita, as every day starts with a sex scene because I'm really tired. Very tired. Obviously, Lynn is tired too. She doesn't look like she's enjoying herself. It's like a huge orgy. Yeah, full of white people. Full of white people. Um, Just straight orgy. And apparently she only like... She came in the first place because she wanted to sell her clothes because she maxed out all of Vita's credit cards. So she was here to sell some clothes and then somehow got roped into an orgy. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was just like, why are you, why are you here? Like her expression was just like, I was like, girl, do you want to be here? Like, I don't think she wanted to. I mean, she just walked up and left. (laughs) Yeah. She walked up and left and then she was like, you know what? I'm actually done with all of this. And I was like, okay. We see the character arc of Lynn trying to redeem herself like it's she's trying slowly and surely i see i guess i see she because she got to pay off them credit cards yeah fuck yeah she got to pay off them credit cards i think later they show her in the mail that credit card was six thousand dollars the bill Mm, off some t-shirts i was like girl what are you what are you spending it on what are you doing like you know you have to pay this back right i know we think credit cards are free money but it's not it is not the temporary (laughs) pleasure is not worth it it's really not. And then we get another sex scene right after, and it's a heterosexual one with Emma, which doesn't make any sense because I was like, hold on, bitch. I thought we was gay. Bruh, for real. I was like, first the scene, she was like, stay, stay there. And then the guy comes in the frame, and I was like, hold up now. And not only is it a man, it's a white man. Of, I mean, of course. And I, I was like, is she doing like some like dominatrix sex work type shit? All she did or? was get her ass ate. I was like, you couldn't get a woman to do this, please. Yeah, I was like, and they didn't expand on that throughout the rest of the episode at all. At all. I was like, what was this scene for? I think it was just him telling her that her business plan was stupid, like that she should have never left the job. Oh, yeah. With the next morning, and she was like, why are you still here? But I'm also like, is his technique that great that she he flew out from Chicago to L.A.? <laughs> like, I think she that was when she was in Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. Because she had, like, liquidated all her assets and everything mm. except her condo for the bar or whatever. And the guy was like, first off, the guy went through her bag and saw her business plan. I was like. Definitely should have kicked him in the face. Why are you snooping, first off? But he was, like, basically telling her that it was, like, a bad plan. Like, only someone stupid would do this. Like, why would you do this? Mm-hmm. And, and his then, name was George. <laughs> Yeah, his name was George. And then he was like, like, why would you leave this great job? Like, you were rumored to get your own team and all that. And she was like, oh, that was just a rumor. And, you know, it would just be to fill, like, the, the firm's quota. I know how it is here. Like, the diversity thing. Yeah, and he was like, oh, what, because you're Latina? No one thinks of you like that. Which is incredibly offensive. Right. I saw the look on her face after. I was like, hmm. I was like, mission accomplished, eh? Right. Like, <laughs> you tried to whitewash yourselves, and that's what you got. No okay. one sees you as Latina. Then we see Lynn running into Johnny by accident. Yikes. Oopsie. Yup. She went to this yoga class thinking it was advanced, but it was actually like a... Maternity. Like, yeah, maternity yoga. So, of course, she runs into Johnny and Carla, and they're like, bro, like, can I go anywhere without <laughs> seeing you niggas? Like, it's a small town. <laughs> small town, man. She's walking everywhere. Like, yeah. I'm sure that shit was right around the block. And this businessman comes into the picture again. He's so annoying. Um, because he set up some stuff in front of the bar and him and Emma have a disagreement about it. And she's like, don't put your shit in front of my bar. And he's like, oh, I still want that bar. Like, good thing that you made off that payment, but you think you're going to be able to do that every month. And it's like, why don't you just mind your business? But I get that he's trying to intimidate her into selling the bar. Yeah. I think, I think he's like, either way, like we're going to get it. Like he's like, there's no way you're going to be able to keep paying that 13 K every month. Like, and I'm also like 13 K goddamn. Right. I was like, damn, like they got you, got you. Like, yeah. they was like, we finna foreclose your shit. She only has enough funds I heard for the first six months and yeah. that's without like selling anything. But I'm like, damn. So how much money you got, Emma? Cause I'm like 13 times right. six. I was like, first off, to be able to liquidate all liquidate your, your assets, I don't even know what that shit means. I'm too poor for that shit. What does liquidating your assets mean? I think that just means selling all your shit. Oh. <laughs> That's rich people talk for selling all your shit. Like, just say you sold your shit. Like, what? Because they're assets. They're not, it's not just shit. It's, it's assets. It's assets. 
Anyways. But yeah, Nelson was so... Ugh, like, he's just yuck. He's just disgusting. And he just spills too much tea because he's a messy bitch. Apparently, Eddie and Vidalia weren't even legally married, apparently, according to him. Yeah, he was like, oh, it's, it's so nice that you're throwing this uh, this fundraiser for Eddie. You, Even though they weren't legally married, you act like they were. And, I, and she was like, hold up now. And then he was like, oops, did you not know that? I was like, was you like, messy like, bitch. He was like, oh, surely. Of course you probably knew that. Yeah. You know what? I think I'll stop by and give a donation. I was like, you bitch ass nigga. But like, I'm glad she didn't accept his donation. She said they don't take dirty money. So. Yeah. I was like, period. But I hope the bar works out because she don't got nowhere else to live uh, after this six months is up. Yeah, I think they'll be able to turn it around. And then, like, they're still debating on the bar name through this whole scene. And I think she comes up with Barra, The Corner, like, these lame-ass names. And Lynn is like, look, you know what you need to name it. And she's like, I'm not fucking naming it, Vita. Like, she doesn't get to have her name in light. She doesn't get to have all of this um, when I'm putting in all this work. Which, I guess it's fair. And, like, I get why she's still salty to her mom. Like, I would be too. Yeah, for sure. But then I, I also, it also makes me wonder, like... What like what else do we not know about mm-hmm. their relationship? Because as far as we know, it's like she got kicked out, sent to Texas, and then adulthood. So I'm like, surely there may have been something else in between them yeah, that sure. she showed like that she ain't shit basically. For sure, for sure. So yeah, because then Emma's even like she's like man like she even in death she's still fucking us over like. <laughs> so I'm like, what? How else did she fuck you over? Right. I think we'll get more into that in season two, though. I mean, this is season two. Yeah, I know. Oh. As we continue season two, I mean. Yeah. And then Lynn was also like, because um, Emma was like, we're going to have to buck the fuck up if this is going to work. And Lynn was like, I'm Lynn bucking like, the fuck up. I'm ready to buck. <laughs> like, Lynn, I see that she's trying. Yeah, she was like, no more distractions. I'm all in. And I was like, okay, sure. Cause um when she ran into Emma earlier she was like I'm done I'm gonna I'm gonna make a vow to be celibate and I'm gonna put everything into the bar and she's like oh really we'll see right we'll we will see I feel like that's foreshadowing because Lynn has not been celibate and I don't believe that and especially if she keeps running into Johnny like this I mean she only decided to be celibate after the orgy oh that's true yeah that uh that same day mm, that'd fuck me up too. Yeah, I was like, these niggas are putting in sex scenes just because they can. Just because, because that orgy didn't even make no sense. It was so unnecessary. Um, but we get to see Mari again, um, and she runs into an old friend, but it seems super weird. Yeah, it seemed like like her friend was like, oh, like I'm engaged now, ha, huh? and we're like applying to grad school, hee hee. And we're and doing life, like, and like we're successful, and yeah. we're on this good path. And, and Mari's like, damn, like, I feel like I don't have nothing going for me. Yeah, she seems a little bit insecure because she doesn't have her shit together, which is relatable. Yeah, but then um, I think the friend had mentioned, like, some something called ELAC. I assume that's a college or something. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, like, I had to take a leave from that because of her dad. Mm-hmm. And because he's on dialysis or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess she had to help him with whatever that was related to. I like Mari, but I hate that she's related to Johnny because that means I have to see his bitch ass for the rest of the season. I don't think he's going away. Yeah, I guess they're just going to keep running into him, but, like, no one wants to see that. Especially when Lynn is trying to be a better person. She's not quite there yet, and I'm worried that she can fall back into, like, that trap of Johnny and, like, that whole, like, circular thing. Because I'm, like, I'm kind of rooting for her just because... I see that she's trying to put in the work, like, not only because it's a spell casting, but, like, trying to be better as a person. Like, okay, you have to pay off this credit card debt instead of just letting it sit or instead of asking your sister for money, you're you're selling all the clothes that you bought. You know, you're, you're downsizing. You're kind of, like, doing ego work. Eh, I'm not giving – I think you're giving Lynn a lot. I'm not giving her that much. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no sympathy for Lynn. Major, <laughs> you made your bed and I lie in it. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you shouldn't have you shouldn't have ran up Vita's credit cards, and you shouldn't have deliberately went after Johnny. You are laying in the bed you made. But um, yeah, now we just have to see Johnny talk about how he every freaking episode how he fucked up something. He's just like, yeah, like three weeks ago, my life was I was so content, and now everything's like gone to shit. And I'm like, well, yeah, consequences to your actions. Yep. He was like, I had a fiance, I had a nice life, I was content. And I was just like, gee, I wonder what happened. 
you cheated on your, your wife. wife. <laughs> like, you cheated on your fiance. And she was pregnant. Uh, pregnant at that. You have a child on the way. You are hiding a child. <laughs> And everybody stopped doing business with him because he's a dirty nigga. Like yep. they were like, "You did Carlo wrong. I'm taking my business elsewhere." As they should. Like niggas ain't shit. Niggas not shit. But Eddie's still in the hospital at during the middle of the episode, and they have like a nice like fundraiser at the bar for her. Um, but I know I've been in quarantine too long because I'm looking at this fundraiser and I'm just thinking about all the germs that are spreading from these people being so close. <laughs> I think that every time I see, like, some something where it's, like, a crowd, I'm just like, wow, can you imagine? Like, just just think of, like, our past gatherings and how much germs we were just swapping Ugh. between each other. The way I would get sick during the winter if I went to the club, without fail. The way I would go to the club if I was sick in the wintertime, without fail, disgusting. <laughs> if I had a cold, that wouldn't stop me. True. Unless I was throwing up. Nothing will stop me. Shit, I pop some um some Advil or something and, and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Like <laughs> niggas be in the in the club. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I'm niggas. It's so gross. But then we visit Eddie in the hospital because um Emma learns that she's been texting one of her friends all day, so she just goes to check up on her. I think see. she really goes to ask if her and Vidalia were legally married. But she doesn't get there. She just kind of, I think she decides to drop it. I don't know. But I know that she was thinking that in the back of her mind. She yeah. was like, damn, I got to ask. We're also in black person number three, still nameless and still faith, faceless. Also, this person is dying. So, you know. Yep. I was like, interesting that the only, like this, uh, the third black person on screen is simply a sick patient who Eddie was like, nobody's come to see her the whole time she's been here. So you got some lonely old black lady who got her, I think she said she got her like foot removed or something. Yeah, like. I was like, why? Now, why, why are these the black people you choose to put yeah, in the background? Why did you have to make them black? You could have just simply made them white. Or They'd be like, here's you, your diversity. We put some black people in the background. Yeah, or you guys could have just kept them Latinx and just made the whole show Latinx. Literally. Like, why even bother? Why even bother? Not an Afro-Latinx in sight. Nope. <laughs> then after the hospital, Eddie is like, look, I don't want to be here. So um, Emma checks her out and they go home, even though Eddie definitely shouldn't be out of the hospital right now. Yeah. I was like, how did they even clear that? Because like, I'm like, you are still banged up and bruised up. You can't even walk. Right. I was like, you can't even get up the stairs by yourself. Just stay in the hospital. Like, that's stupid. I hate that in shows, too, when they show, like, the patient is like, Ugh, I hate being in the hospital. I want to get out. And they rip out all their IV shit. And just people just leaving the hospital earlier than they need to. I'm just okay. like, this is stupid. Not going to lie. The hospital is a terrible place. I would never recommend going to the hospital unless you absolutely need to. Like, when I was there, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, not going to lie. Like... Was I completely 100% better when I got out? No. Was I sprinkling a little, uh, hey, yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so great right now. Like, to get out, maybe. But the hospital is honestly such a dreary place. I get it. But this is a TV show. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, they do that often. That's a common trope. Like, you're fucking stupid. You're sick. You're injured. Stay in the fucking hospital. That shit just gets on my nerves. Yeah, they're like, like I want to go home, and it's like, I get it. I was it. like, yeah, but you're not healed? What's the point of going home if you're just, but just be uncomfortable in your bed? Like, that's stupid to me. Like, that's so dumb. I hate well, seeing it in shows. I want, I want to stop seeing it. Eddie said that they wanted her Obamacare dollars, so she literally said that word for word. She did. She was like, they won't tell me anything. <laughs> they won't let me go home. Like, baby, you, you're hurt. You're not even alert. Just go ahead and lay down. For real. And... Throughout this episode, we do see a random cat walking around. And at first, I thought it was a spirit. But basically, the guy in apartment 7 died, which I thought was pretty unnecessary. Um, but I guess it moved the storyline further along so that they called the... Um, so that they called the... Um, so that they called the Bar Vita. I don't know. I think it was... I don't know. I think it was just... like a slice of life moment he was an old man you know when they came back to return his cat to him and the door was open already and lynn saw the simpson in there dead in the chair i was like well well it helped move it along because there was a picture of him and vita together and then um emma sees the picture and then she like holds it close to her chest and she's like okay we can name the bar but no s at the end of vita's oh yeah because the um 
the picture, it was a picture of young Vita, and that was the little girl that we've been seeing yeah. around. So I guess that was her, and Emma's been seeing her around, so I guess that was her, like, sign to call it Vita. Yeah, she was like, you know what, fine. We'll call it Vita, but without the S. <laughs> and I was like, but we're going to say the S anyway. Because that's just what we finna do. That's just what we're going to do. It's going to be Vita's. Vita's. <laughs> <laughs> Predictions for next episode? I don't know. I think... I guess there'll be more stuff with the bar, mm-hmm. and we'll see, like, Lynn try and get more involved, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of excluded her from the bar restoration this episode, because, like, when she had the idea about the pinata and the $5 thing, and then they were like, no, that's dumb, and then they did it anyway, so I know she felt a little bit slighted about that. Yeah, I was like, they're low-key be putting her down, and when she came to, like, s- set up, they were already there, and she was like, why are you guys starting already? Like, didn't I say come at one? And they were like... Uh, like, we didn't think there'd be enough time if we came at one. Like, they were just definitely, like, kind of undermining her mm-hmm. a little bit. And I was like, now, how y'all gonna use her pinata idea? But I'm also like, you guys could have called her ahead of time and been like, hey, we're gonna start early. Like, she lives just upstairs. I don't know. I guess they don't like her. Yeah, which is fair. True. Because she hasn't, she, like, she just got there, basically. She like, just got there, and she kind of fucked up the whole dynamic of the city. Low key. <laughs> I think we'll see more from Mari. I want to see how the stuff with um, her and the activist guy number one gets resolved. True. I wonder if they're going to bring that back because what was the point if it doesn't come back? If it doesn't come back, I'm going to be very confused. Yeah. But then I also think Mari is going to like maybe try to go back to school or something Mm because she was like asking her friend Yoli like, do you think like like we have our shit together? Like, Yeah. She's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't have it together. So I'm like, relatable. It's, it's giving, she's trying to go back to school or something. Or like figure out what she's going to do. Yeah. Cause she just like works at like a little like valet place, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So she's probably like, damn, like I'm just like, I'm just some chola who is out here because it, um that friend she met earlier was like, oh, I almost didn't recognize you with the blue lipstick. Yeah. And she like made an emphasis. She, and at the end of the conversation, she's like, love the blue. <laughs> so I think Mari was just like. I think we're going to see a Mari transformation, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what's your point of the show? Like, Yeah, I'm like, trying to what figure you, out what it is. I know it's giving, like, B-story, but can you give me a good B-story? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely excited to see Vita's bar turn into a gay bar. Yeah, for sure. I want them to get that sign up. Yeah, I want to see what the sign looks like. And I want to see more with Emma and Cruz because it was very small. But when Emma was in the lift on the way back from the airport, mm-hmm. there she got a text from Cruz that was like, hope you got on that plane. Welcome home. And then very split second, we could see the message before that. And it was like, am I allowed to say how excited I am to have you back? And she sent like a little meme with a cat. And I was like, oh, damn, bitch, you notice everything. I didn't even see that. Hello. I was like, rewind, rewind, pause. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I'd I be trying to read the text when I see them mm. on shows. I'd be like, why are you showing me the phone? If I can't see all the text, I'm going to pause and read everything on the screen. Mm, that's true. <laughs> and I was like, that's so cute. Like, I want to see them, like, Bond. together. Nobody want to see us together. But it don't matter. No. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I just, I want some more gay sh- I want Emma to let her guard down. Like, yeah. Especially since, like, she's about to be here for a while now. Like, mm-hmm. she quit her job. Like, you basically live in L.A. now. Maybe get used to it. Get used to it. Embrace yourself. Let everybody know you're gay. Stay gay. <laughs> weekend dumb bitch news we got some real dumb bitches in the house we got some, some real, real dumb, dumb bitches in the house. house um you know who went outside buzzfeed they had a challenge this week where white people were drinking their own pee what i swear to god and why was some of theirs very yellow and very cloudy y'all wasn't going to drink no water before that shit BuzzFeed has gone out sad. BuzzFeed started going down the drain when they had them girls from Ladylike painting with their period blood. 
Nah, BuzzFeed went down the drain way before then, to be honest. True. BuzzFeed has not been good in a very long time. Maybe 2016-ish, 17 maybe. Um, I think their height was really 2015. Yeah. But when they started stealing niggas' sweets in mass, oh yeah, it was a wrap. It was just terrible. Because that's that was what their platform just became. It was like, look at what Black Twitter did this week. Look at what Black... It, it was like we were in an animal show. Yeah, I think... And that was just on like their... What is it? Like their article type mm-hmm. whatever. Their I'm, videos were... Their videos have been some booty... Booty butt For cheeks. a long time. I was like... Like there was a running joke that BuzzFeed's running out of ideas. Them bitches was really running, running out, out of, of ideas. Because first off, they was overworking their employees. First yeah. off. Yeah, burning out the employees so all their good ideas are gone and good now they're putting out crap. Good ideas come from rest and relaxation. Literally, like, if you're if there was a good work environment, maybe y'all could have kept the good content coming. But everybody thinks that good work environment, ooh, we have Cheez-Its in the main office and we have rolly chairs and whiteboards. Like, that's what people think a good work environment is now. And they, they had, like, a whole snack wall yeah. at BuzzFeed. I remember niggas used to want to work at BuzzFeed. I'm niggas. I was like, I'm, I'm going to work at BuzzFeed and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I'll make content. Ooh, baby. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Because I've seen many uh, Why I Love BuzzFeed videos. And the most recent one with Kristen and Jen. Kristen was saying, like, they had to make, like, three videos a week. Like, Terrible. every week. That's not good for making good content. No. Y'all wonder why your content was shitty? You're trying to bust out three videos every week. And it's just like, for the viewer, I'm like, damn, I gotta watch three videos of y'all a week that aren't even good? Hello? I'm like, I would rather wait to see a good quality video than see something every yeah. day of the week. Like It's like, once every two weeks is cool. Yeah. I It really is once whenever, as long as the yeah, content is good. Yeah, if the content is good, I'm gonna watch it. Exactly. Like, if it's in my subscription box, I will click on it. But I don't know. A lot of people just, I feel like a lot of people nowadays are just pushing out content to be pushing out content without it being necessarily good. And I think that a lot of people don't do creative breaks, which I think are very important. I think that every creator, whatever you're making, you should be taking a break every year. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Maybe not when you're just getting started. Because it's like, okay, you have all these ideas that you're trying to push out and you're trying to get your name out there. But once you get on solid footing, it's okay to take a break. Yeah. Just take a break. Refresh, you know? And I'm like, they had so many series and so many, like, like little mini channels within BuzzFeed that I'm like, if y'all took a break, no one was going to be like, damn, Ladylike fell off. Like, no, they would simply just go watch another BuzzFeed video. Hello? Because <laughs> nobody was just like, oh, I only have one BuzzFeed thing that I like. Like, it was, you usually had multiple. I was, I used to be subscribed to, like, all the BuzzFeed channels when it was, like, the colors of BuzzFeed Yellow, BuzzFeed yeah. Red, BuzzFeed Blue. Like, you would just simply go watch another type of BuzzFeed video or watch something else on YouTube. Like, it right. wasn't... BuzzFeed was not the only... Like... Not the only people to watch. I don't... But according to, like, Jen and Kristen's video, it was like, they were like, yeah, the higher-ups were basically ruining their shit like the higher-ups were like yeah we gotta meet these numbers gotta meet these quotas um and that's so dumb to me i get like meeting numbers and quotas but it's like who is that for other than you the company exactly meanwhile your employees are like developing severe depression like yeah trying to keep up with the workload and i'm like for advertising i'm like i guess you want to meet numbers but i'm like your advertisers should also understand, like, good... Like, your advertisers should have good work environments, so they should understand that you also should have a good work environment. Because yep. advertising is creating content as well. If your advertisement sucks, like, I'm not finna buy your shit. Yeah. I just... It's very sad the way BuzzFeed has gone out. And back to the P, the P video... Niggas was drinking their own pee because they were like, yeah, people drink pee in the wilderness sometimes and we're going to test that and see if it's feasible. And I was like, what the fuck? Like. Y'all stink. And with the yellow pee, y'all don't drink water? With the cloudy pee, y'all don't drink water? Why Why is the pee cloudy? I don't know why pee is cloudy. Let me search Is pee that. cloudy in general? Or mm, it was just should not certain be. peas were cloudy in the video? Certain pee was cloudy in the video. Oh, that's weird to me. 
I drink a lot of water though, so my pee is not that yellow. Um, so you could have a U- uh, UTI if your pee is, ah! or you could have a kidney stone. Damn, how crazy would that be if they they were like, damn, I got a UTI. I just found out because my pee look weird in this video. Or dehydration. Um, what else? Kidney stones. You could have an STI. You could have a retrograde ejaculation. Basically, the semen backs up in the bladder. Um, yes, I'm a WebMD. <laughs> um, or you could have prostate problems. Oh, so a plethora of problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to go get that checked out. Right. Please go see your um, primary care doctor. <laughs> a specialist. A specialist because we are not. Speaking of big companies, though, um, why does Disney own everything? And why are they making live action reboots of everything? Because this Wings Cub remix is garbage. Yeah, Disney is trying to make like live action everything. And I think it's stupid. Please come up with new ideas. And that's what I'm saying. Like, give your content creators a break, please. So that we can get new ideas instead of like these fucking reboots. I mean, I don't even think it's a matter of Disney, like giving their creators a break. They're just regurgitating the same ideas i think they think it's just gonna be like a quick buck like oh we're in like the reboot era or whatever i don't get why we're doing reboots constantly but niggas are lazy there's so many new original ideas waiting to be heard and brought to life but y'all want to redo the winx club mitch when's the last time anybody thought about the winx club if i wanted to watch the winx club i would simply watch the original who was thinking about Winx Club? Who was like, damn, you know what we need? A Winx Club reboot. Like, who was out here saying that? Nobody. Like, in these ugly-ass outfits. Please. Like, who I was n- the casting director? <laughs> I never even watched the original Winx Club, but I was like, this don't look like what I remember it looking like. <laughs> like, y'all was not wearing no type of fashionable shit. It was boring, bland, plain. Not giving. But I was like, that was one image from what, probably a trailer or something. But I mean, still, your trailer should be enticing me. True. I was like, I don't know. I'm not about to check that out. But um, I hope they can fund some new ideas soon. Yeah, we're in the reboot era, and I'm getting really tired of it. I just want to watch new content that is like, you know, something forward thinking, something quirky, something interesting, something fresh. Yeah, something original, like. Oh yeah, original and fresh. That's really my main my main ones. But you know, they I feel like higher up people cannot think of anything original and fresh. Instead, they just steal from small content creators instead and then don't give any credit. Don't It's like why steal when you could just simply pay those people to create ideas. But I guess stealing right. is free. Right. Stealing is free. They got millions of dollars, but they can't afford to pay someone for their idea. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Speaking of uh, ideas, Virgil Abloh, you're on my list. Yes. The, the hell list. The hell list is Hitler, Mussolini. Christine Krokos. Christine Krokos, Lee Daniels. Daniels. Shia LaBeouf and Virgil Abloh. And Virgil Abloh. <laughs> to hell. He made some uh, 1950s ass burlap sack ass mask that say Emmett Till on them. And I'm just like. And somebody made the argument that black people should be able to commodify their pain. One, black people who work for white organizations should not be able to commodify their pain for those white organizations. Two, not all black people can commodify and sell all black trauma. Emmett Till, you're not related to him at all. You should not be making any money off of his name. I agree. And it was also, it had other ones that was like, um, like, in systemic racism, protect black people. I don't know, something like that. Because I'm also like, how disgusted would you be if that was your family member and then all of a sudden y'all are struggling to pay for funeral costs, to pay for, like, that missing salary, and then you see someone like Virgil Abloh or even, like, any small content creator on Twitter making a quick buck off y'all family name. Like, I would sue so quickly, bitch. Yeah. Emmettilla Estate. Uh, what y'all doing? Yeah. I, look, the estates need to get on it because it's getting out of control now. Yeah. But also, who knows? Maybe the estate was on board. I don't know. I guess. Maybe they're getting a cut. Maybe. I hope so, because I know them shits are overpriced. Yeah, for I sure. I haven't seen them, but I'm like, I know he's probably charging like 20 plus dollars for that sack of potatoes. Like, 
potato sack looking ass. Like, what? Fucking hate this man. Who's about to wear that? That shit gonna be like burlap. Like, who wants that on your mouth? Like, nobody. Itchy, scratchy. It reminds me of hay. Itchy ass mask. (laughs) Um, But speaking of potatoes, cucumbers. This lady, I know that was like a harsh transition, but I really need to talk about this. This lady in Walmart was sucking on an unwashed cucumber and posted a video. I I had gone so long without seeing this video. I had no idea what people were talking about. Yesterday, I saw it on the timeline. You bitches made me sick. In a pediatrician? <laughs> in a pediatrician? In a pacifier? I... I saw that video and I literally screamed. Cause I was like, first off, I was like, where's your mask? And I like, she, I, you can like see her walking around and like people in the background are wearing their mask. And I'm like, you just deep throwing a cucumber, walking past people in the store, like what? I'm telling you, it is so fortunate that I have not seen any of you ridiculous ass motherfuckers in Walmart doing this shit. Because the way I would either literally A, scream, or B, like, be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I... I would have to say something. Like, baby, do you know how many fingers have touched that cucumber? I know you didn't wash it. Oof. Child, the thought is disgust. I and can't then, even think about And it. then two weeks later, we'll be like, I don't know how I got COVID. Well, you was deep throwing cucumbers in the middle of Walmart. Walmart cucumbers at that? And she has an OnlyFans, so I was like, I guess is this promo for the OnlyFans? I hope you got. I hope you got a lot of new subscribers. Off I hope this you got something off of because that because this was disgusting. Speaking of, Ashanti has COVID, but was like, I don't know how I got COVID. Meanwhile, traveling all across the world, like they'd be like, I was social distancing in the airport. Baby, you still in the airport. Hello? And I bet you your mask wasn't on properly either. Like, baby, you I was social distancing. I didn't come in contact with anybody. I was social distancing on the plane even though it was packed. I was wearing... Like, that's not what that word means. You cannot social distance in an airport. You cannot social distance in the club. Yeah, somebody was trying to make the argument that um, because the clubs are open, it's the government's responsibility, not the people's. Huh? Like, they were like, people should, you shouldn't be shaming people for going to the club if the club is open. You bitch, you don't need to go to the club. No one forced you to go to the club. The government was holding guns to niggas' head and was like, go to the club, bitch. It was bitch. like, if you don't go to the club while it's open, I will kill you. <laughs> like, that's what y'all acting like. And then they compared it to going in the grocery store and the pharmacy. We have to wear masks in the grocery store and the pharmacy. I've never seen a club be like, masks are required. Like, you shouldn't even be at the club. Like, oof. Yeah, they were like, well, the club is open, so that's really on the governments because, like, people aren't using common sense right now, and it's a really difficult time. And it's like... So you be the common sense then. Like, what? You, like, you're at a super spreader event, and then somebody was like, well, you still those super spreaders still go to the grocery store, so it's still not safe, so what now? And it's like, if you didn't go to the super spreading event, then you wouldn't have caught anything, and then you wouldn't be spreading it around. Also, we're wearing masks at the store. People are using hand sanitizer at the store. Like, clubs are not doing anything for your safety. Like, the closest thing you have to hand sanitizer is the Patron. (laughs) And I know y'all are not wasting that $200 bottle on your hands. So... So now what? Now you got COVID. So now you got COVID. Mess. And then you're bringing it home. And speaking of COVID, Joe Biden, nothing but vibes. Talking about we need to reopen the schools. Shut the fuck up. Bruh, he really blew me with that tweet. He was like, my first my first three priorities were um, everyone wears a mask, the vaccine gets distributed everywhere, and we reopen the schools. Like, that's your three main points? What the fuck is that? This vague ass shit. They only want to open the schools so niggas can go back to work so they can get the economy moving. Baby, it's not going to happen. I'm telling you. Give me the stimmy. Stimmy. Then we can get the economy moving. Yeah, I think the uh, elected officials think once everybody gets the vaccine, which a third of Americans said that they're not getting, um, that everything's just going to pop back open and everything's going to be back to normal. Baby, we still poor. Hello. Have we not forgotten? Like, rent still hasn't been paid by a lot of people. I think it's like something, it's got to be like 15% of the country or something like that is at risk of foreclosure or eviction. It's something ridiculously wild. But I just don't understand where this optimism is coming from 
but maybe that's just because I'm a pessimist and anti-capitalist. <laughs> I think that's just the reasons. Yeah. I mean, I think you're being realistic. It's just not going to, it's not going to pop back open. Like, you're going to need time. You're still going to have to give us another stimulus check if you really want the economy to jump back into speed. We're still on a down. It's not going to be a V-curve. It's going to be, like, a U. I've been studying a lot of economics. <laughs> I've been watching your documentaries. My documentaries, my economics videos. But, like, because even after the 1918 flu, like, the economy, a couple years later, went back into the Great Depression. So, what are we hurrying up for? Right. So, now what? Like... Yeah, they had the roaring 20s right after, but that shit crashed right back down. Damn, is that what we have to look forward to? Yes. Ugh, I hate it here. Like, everybody, like, once the vaccine comes out, I guarantee everybody's gonna be partying. Like, we're all gonna be, like, having fun and shit like that, and then it's gonna crash again. Like, history repeats itself. We have to be realistic here. Man, I really hate it here. (laughs) I'm telling you. Because I was also seeing, like, somebody tweet about how, like, it took, like, five years after the Spanish flu for things to, like, get back to normal. Yep. So I was like, damn, like, and they're talking about, like, also how pandemics are kind of, like, inevitable to, yep. like, happen, like, every so often. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, we're going to probably live through another pandemic in our lifetime. We might. And then also think of how many pandemics we've already lived through, but they just weren't that big. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. H1N1, low-key, like, we should not have been at school for that. <laughs> Like, niggas just let us be at school. And, like, we were laughing about that shit in school because I remember somebody would sneeze and they'd be like, swine flu. <laughs> and, like, that was a running joke. But, like, what? Yeah. I mean, honestly, swine flu was really such a blip on the map because when that shit happened, no one was taking it seriously. No, They no. handled that very well. Oh, okay. Because I was just like, I was like, I ain't got no swine flu to worry about. No one I know has swine flu. Like, no one in the area. Like, it seemed like something states that only happened like states away like i want to say only like not only but twelve thousand people died which was big at the time in the united states at least um and it was like one hundred fifty thousand worldwide and we're dealing with almost three hundred thousand just in the united states now so comparatively completely different very yeah different type of um virus that's going around too I guess swine flu was not as contagious as, or not as easy to spread or Yeah, contract. it wasn't as contagious. Um, than COVID is. But there was a different, we had another coronavirus that was going around. It wasn't called COVID. But SARS? SARS, yes. Um, we had this, I don't know shit about that one. SARS mostly stayed in China, but there was some SARS in the United States. I don't think that many U.S. people died from it, but it was really big. And it was really big in um, East Asia, only 774 people in the entire world died from SARS. Oh. Um, but Very it was small pandemic. But it was a really big... A lot of people got sick from it in East Asia, so that's why they're better prepared now for mm. this pandemic because, like, the country, they really got a lot of flack from their um, people about how they handled it and how they weren't, like, immediately prepared, so they've been better prepared for that and they're kind of scared of their people versus, like... I guess the United States is not scared of us yet. Like, I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but. I mean, because we don't be doing shit. We don't. We need to get like the French. We need to be like, damn, they're taking our rice away. That's crazy. Bro, I'm telling you. <laughs> and that'd be me too. I'm I'm guilty. I do sometimes like, because yeah. it's a lot. It's just like. It'd you be like a lot. And I was like, I don't have the capacity to process this right now. I don't. And then it's like you compartmentalize it or you just avoid it. And then you're like, okay. And then they do it again, and then you're like, I can't handle this. And then it's like, okay. Yeah. So, like, when does it end, you know? It doesn't. <sighs> Man. And the end for the pandemic is nowhere in sight. Yeah. And that same tweet I was talking about earlier, that's talking about... Uh, the five years? Yeah, the five years. They were like, and how we're going to experience more pandemics in our lifetime. Yep. We're just like, life as we knew it is gone. Like, it's yep. over. It's done. Because like, everything is different melting. forever now. And I'm like, that's kind of sad because we're all just like, well, when the pandemic is over, when such and such is over, then we Ooh, can go baby. back to this and that. But it's like, even when it's, quote, over, it's not It's not, it's not going to be the same still. So I'm like. Because I'm not going to stop wearing a mask. I I would have went to the club one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I would have went the weekend before we shut down if I knew. If I knew. It was really homophobic that they shut down on a version night. Right. Shutting down on queer night, like. 
and deadass, if they hadn't shut down shut down that week, I would have been sure there. Gone. If they didn't close the club, I would have been in there that first weekend. They shut everything down. <laughs> I'll be like, fuck this. I'm going to the club. But COVID is definitely closing in. Um, I recommend everyone tightening up slash closing your pod circles um, because I know two close friends that have gotten COVID like in the last couple of weeks. Luckily, I haven't been hanging out with them or like seeing them really in person, but um, yeah, it's getting pretty close. So we're hitting another big spike. It's getting scary. Yeah, I think you're the only person in my pod, actually, that I don't wear a mask around. Yep, same. Hey, nobody got you like your own niggas. Okay. That wraps up this week's episode of One and a Half Lesbians. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Stay Stay gay. Oh, hi, my twerking skills are unmatched. Genetic code made my ass fat. I'ma talk shit while I ride the dick. I'ma give you multiple clapbacks. Got bow ties and suspenders. Snapbacks and fanny packs.